Welcome back to Real Phonies, where we take a love for movies and television and we combine it with very little knowledge about movies and television. I'm your host, Christian. Join with me, as always, is Joseph. Yellow. And Jehu. Wooden horse! I didn't understand that. I didn't either. What I said was wooden horse, and while almost none of our listeners will enjoy that, that just killed one of them. Okay. Okay, great. So, Glad- winning them over one at a time. Nothing like alienating our uh, uh, sub three dozen audience. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good times, good times. Guys, we haven't done this in a while. Happy to be back. I was in England for Star Wars Celebration. I'm sure we're going to talk about it again. We'll probably talk about that at some point. We're talking about news. We've we've been talking to Christian for about two minutes now. He's already started one sentence with, well, I was in England. I suspect that's going to happen a few more times. At least four more times. It's becoming a running bit in my house where I'm just like, uh, you know, I I went to England recently, so... (laughs) When I was in England. Uh, But a lot of news has happened since we've done a news episode. Really, like, the week leading up to Star Wars Celebration was just fucking packed. Yeah. Right. Um, We're not going to talk about even probably 25% of it. Yeah. Just talk about some of our favorite things. Cream of the crop. Um, Start off with, I think, one of the most exciting things I've ever heard. Uh, They're doing a Scott Pilgrim reboot as an anime on Netflix with all of the cast from the, the film. Yeah, I was about Turner. to say, from the, the original, whatever that was, 2008, yeah, 9? Yeah. Uh, Michael Sarah, uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Chris Evans, Aubrey Plaza, all the hits. Yeah. All of whom seem like pretty solid people. Most of them have gone on and had a pretty successful career yeah. after this. Kieran Culkin, right? Kieran Culkin. Yep. Captain uh, Marvel. Um, uh, Captain Marvel, yeah. right. Brie uh, Larson, yeah. Um, you know... Um, Really, honestly, my favorite era of living the life was when the was the sort of wild, wild west days of the raids of screening, where we just pack thirty kids in a theater and in the middle of the night and watch whatever. And my absolute favorite of all of those was Scott Pilgrim. So uh, I'm I'm down for this. Yeah, I recently had a person tell me that they hate this movie. That it it they said it tries too hard to be nerdy, and I just don't understand you need, that you need to extract that person from your life well right? they're a co-worker so yeah. i don't think i can i mean i'm the hr guy i probably could fire yeah him. yeah i mean for some reason i i just i'm convinced that person loves big bang theory mm, there's you know just, what i'm saying oh God. i just feel like it's which like, is the most forced it is know? kind of the anti geek Scott face Pilgrim. is what i call geek that face. <laughs> <laughs> that is incredible uh-huh um, yeah, listen, it's great. Yeah. Uh, I, I, and for those who don't know, the Scott Pilgrim was originally a comic book. Right. I think they're going to, you know, imitate the same Art style. style. Yeah. There's also a great video game that's like mm. a, a side scroll and beat em mm-hmm. up in the style of Ninja Turtles. Highly recommend that if you haven't right. played it. I just want that. It's an, it wasn't an original song, the one that Brie Larson sang, but she sang it so, so damn good. So good. Yeah, I know. Agreed. Yeah, totally. Put what that back Metric? In. Is that the yeah, metric? Yeah, I think Yeah. I mean, in general, all the music in that movie is awesome. Yeah. That, yeah. God, I love talking about it. I'm so excited for <laughs> yeah. the show. Listen, something that I'm not super excited to talk about, I'm more so excited to talk about the uh, connotations that come with it. They're making a live-action Moana movie with, I'm not even going to try to say the girl who played Moana's mm-hmm. name, her coming back as Moana and Dwayne The Rock Johnson coming back as Maui. And this sign signals two things to me. Number one, Disney really wants to make live-action Frozen but they're afraid to do it. Right. They're testing the waters first. Totally, absolutely. Two, The Rock ain't got no fucking job lined up. <laughs> right. The Rock is too proud to go back begging to Fast and the Furious That's absolutely now. what it is. And, and so he's he's got to get something. Because, you know, I mean, he's a, he's a sentient brand, and he's got to keep The Rock out there. Yeah, I mean, just nothing has happened for him after Black Adam. Yeah. And... I don't think, like, after the Shazam sequel bombed, certainly Zachary Levi's not doing good either. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, like, The Rock wasn't even in that movie, and he's doing worse because of it. Right, right. Um, and like you said, he does not want to settle the beef with the fast folks. Right. So what else can he do? Hopefully he doesn't become, like, the uh, the harbinger of doom now that he's taken down DC. <laughs> is, yeah. is the beginning of the end for Disney. I doubt it. I think DC was already in a pretty precarious position right. before Black Adam. I mean, if it's the end of live action remakes, uh, the great. I'm actually. Kind this of is okay. fine for a death note. I, I mean, I think honestly, you know, I, I like The Rock. I'm I'm a, I'm a wrestling person. 
I think he could cool off for a while. I think he needs to, you know, sit on the bench for a little while and let people want to see him again. But I don't think he can do that because he has just so many irons in the fire. He always has to keep his face out there. You know, thinking about what you're saying right now, maybe it really is the time for The Rock to run for political office. It might be, totally. Uh, He can still have a public face, right? but no longer be this movie studio killer, kind of. Right. Jungle Cruise bombed. I know it came out during COVID, but it wasn't super well received. No. This feels like the kind of thing I feel like we're going to regret in like two years. You think it's going to be great? What? No, no. I mean, uh, <laughs> suggesting yeah. that, that Dwayne The Rock Johnson should run for office. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't I'm, really believe that. <laughs> I mean, you know, one can run for office just to try to promote their crappy crappy reality television show and actually accidentally get elected. So Happened at least once. Yeah. We, we, we probably should be careful with what we wish for there. Yeah. I don't, uh, whatever. Uh, do I think this movie could be fun in live action? Sure. I think Moana's a great movie. Do I need it in live action? No, absolutely not. I definitely don't need it yet. I yeah. mean, it's not like it's that far gone. It's. I don't even think it's 10 years old. Yeah. Can we put Alan Tudyk in a chicken suit? I hope so. God. Yeah. Him, the him back and say, hey, hey, needs to happen. But for sure, they just want to do Frozen, but they're afraid that it's too soon. Right. So they're taking Moana's. Get Lynn some more bucks. Who gives a shit? Dude kind of fuck that guy but sure oh no yeah. what do we hate about lynn <laughs> nothing but he just doesn't need to be everywhere all the time <laughs> uh he had encanto i love encanto i think it's great he's got the new little mermaid coming out awesome happy for him does he also does he need to be writing music for every disney movie that's more so my opinion because he kind of is right now hamilton was very popular i mean i still love the shit out of hamilton uh-huh. and you know i mean I, in his defense i mean musicals don't always stay in the top tier of public consciousness so hit while the fire that's what i'm saying he's just writing a lot i guess maybe you know it's like the second coming of alan menken whatever (laughs) fine so this is an interesting piece of news hbo max and discovery did announce that they're gonna merge together or discovery plus hbo max and discovery plus are gonna merge together and make a new streaming service yep except it's just called Max, mm-hmm. which is the dumbest fucking thing in the world because <laughs> yep. you dropped the most recognizable <laughs> brand. For quality television. Yes. If you if for a while you almost talked about that kind of like seriously crit- critically lauded TV show as being an HBO it's show. It's still synonymous with that, yeah, I think. So yeah, these guys are fucking morons. How do you I, drop I love, HBO? The, the press release said we want our <laughs> we want our viewers to know it's a, a place for not just premium content which is also which is just saying oh there's some crap on there too now we, we, we want to make shit if, yeah. if you want to watch like my 600 pound life or some <laughs> shit like that we'll also have that <laughs> what's incredible about this is to joseph's point also in the press release they were like well, we want to f- people associate too much hbo with adult content and we want it to be a place for families you fucking pulled every animated project you had going away for a fucking tax credit what kids shows do you have also the max part of this comes from cinemax which is synonymous with softcore stroke movies yeah that's certainly where i discovered it right (laughs) (laughs) um on that note though Mm -hmm. the two things they announced for max two big things i think they probably announced more shit that i didn't care about uh one Yet another Game of Thrones spinoff uh, based off of the Sir Duncan and Egg, Duncan Egg story called Night of the Seven Kingdoms. Sure, fine. This spinoff was going to happen eventually. I thought they would do it as a movie, but I guess TV show's fine. I mean, I think you can string out a TV show for longer. Probably. I just don't want them to. Yeah, well, (laughs) I think... I think that stringing it out for longer is going to be pertinent to our next news item. So the second thing they announced is, we're getting a Harry Potter reboot, (laughs) y'all. At least seven seasons. I heard the rumor that maybe ten. But doing all seven books as a season of television Uh once more. Hurt. I can't wait to hear your thoughts. I mean, you guys have already heard me rant a lot on this. But who the fuck is this for? Does anybody have a real problem with the movies that exist. I know we've ragged on them a lot, but I mean, we all generally like them, right? These 
these characters still synonymous with these actors. When you picture Harry Potter in your head, it's Daniel Radcliffe. I don't know who this is for. Anybody over 30 is not going to buy in. They're going to be like, I've already done this. And anybody over th- under 30 is boycotting JK. Mm-hmm. Like, Warner Brothers is a fucking mess, man. <laughs> I, I just... Well, and the other thing is, apparently, she will be involved. That was the other part. Right. She will be involved in this, and that just seems like a horrible idea. I mean, she's she is she's Vince McMahon. Yeah. She even if it brings the ship down, she is not letting go of the ship. So I will say, you weren't there, but Joseph and I were in like an eight-hour car ride where mm-hmm. we refan cast Harry Potter, and mm-hmm. we did a pretty fucking fun job. I forgot who all of our. People I don't were, remember though. any of them, but I thought this is a fun cast. Uh-huh. I would watch this. So I am kind of excited to see new people take on the these characters. But, like, to the Moana thing, it's too soon. Well, and also, like, if I wanted to sit down and watch this entire story right now, it would take me roughly 20 to 24 hours. Why would I want to do that for longer? Yeah. Like, I don't think you can tell these stories much more thoroughly than they already Well, yeah, to that point, do I want to watch, in Order of the Phoenix, Harry's just fucking insufferable. Right. Do I want to watch that over 10 hours? Right. No. I think the fact the movie trims it down to two and a half, right. totally fine. Well, And and also, I already said this to you guys, but I'm going to say it for the people out there. You guys need to get ready, buckle in, that the whole first episode is going to be at the Dursley's house. It's just going to be an hour of hanging out at the fucking Dursley's house. Who wants that? I think the second episode will be that. The first episode, they're going to make the killing of James and Lily an you hour You buy a whole long. episode, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, also, if you're a ginger out there, get ready to re- lose the Weasleys, because they're the ones who are going to go. They're going. They're the ones who will be switched to some other ethnicity. And I, I'm not saying that as good or bad. I'm just saying it as history has proved us that. You know, uh, Mary Jane, Flash Thompson, mm, you know. Ariel. Uh, Ariel. <laughs> uh, Jimmy Olsen, coming up soon on our list, April O'Neil. Damn. You know, uh, <laughs> gingers. This, this, I was going to say, this feels like a very specific subcorner of it, the internet that already exists. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, <laughs> ginger I per- erasure. I personally blame South Park. <laughs> I think when South Park did this gingers have no soul thing, uh, they just became easy targets. And I don't when, I don't think society ever recovered from that. And, and I think that when it starts divvying up, it's like, okay, we're making this again. We've got to make it more inclusive, more co- multicultural. The first thing they say is, hey, gingers, Fuck them. <laughs> Probably. I will only say this on casting. The only thing, the only fan cast the internet is like in totally in agreement on that I also totally agree on is fucking Draco, whatever his name is, Tom Felton. Mm-hmm. Just make him Lucius. Totally, 100%. Yeah. That guy needs a job. He's good in those mm-hmm. movies. He doesn't get enough to do. Fucking make him Lucius Malfoy. Anything else I don't care about. Sure. Um... Everyone wants Adam Driver. Not Adam Driver. Fucking, yeah, maybe Adam Driver. Adam Driver for Snape. Snape. That would never happen. I don't think so either. I I don't think, again, I don't think he's going to commit to 80 or 100 episodes. No, he doesn't care. He's going to be Reed Richards. He is going to be Reed Richards, and I'm down. (laughs) I think way back, I cast, in one of our fan casting, I cast him as Doom. But you'd also be fucking killer. He'd be killer as Doom, but I like him because he has this sort of terminally distracted way about him mm. and that's perfect for reed richards what's the name i'm drawing a blank the ultimate version of reed that's fucking evil oh i think the maker the maker yeah yeah fucking do that too. Right. <laughs> um just on the note of tv shows that i don't get paramount wants to reboot galaxy quest as a tv show sure fucking don't <laughs> well here's the thing i'd rather them reboot then continue, and usually I don't say that, but you cannot do this without Alan Rick. Yeah, so that this is what I understand is they've had a story idea for a long time. Mm-hmm. They were going to make another movie, and then Rickman got sick and then died. Right. And so now they've decided, I guess, to move forward in a different way as a TV show on Paramount+. Plus. I said this in the text, and I will say it to all the people that listen to this show, which is like 14. Um, I never made the connection that Paramount made Galaxy Quest and owns Star Trek. Cause that's just fucking double dipping. I know it does seem it does seem a little bit like uh, I don't know having a monopoly. Yeah. We're making the thing and making fun of the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess the Orville also counts. Yeah. Which I don't know if you guys have ever watched the Orville. I hate saying it because I fucking hate Seth MacFarlane. 
It's actually a pretty good. Show. I hear it's pretty good. <laughs> I I hear until very recently it was the most faithful Star Trek thing going. That's true. That's <laughs> not true anymore. I, I will say counterpoint to uh, why this needs to exist or why they should be double dipping in their own uh, IP is I went however long it was until uh, JJ's Star Trek mm-hmm. before I saw Star Trek anything. I watched Galaxy Quest at least twice a year for you know. Right. 10 years before that, maybe. So, like, you know, I, I, I spent a lot more time in the Galaxy Quest universe than I have in right. the Star Trek universe. That's funny. And I'm, I'm more excited to watch a Galaxy Quest show than a Star Trek show, which is unfortunate for me because I know something else is coming down the line yeah. for me. It's, it's, a, it's a basically a perfect movie. Yeah, like it's a it, great movie. Like, it's... I To step to it, you've got to have balls. I wouldn't have the balls. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Mm. For sure, for sure. What's so great about Galaxy Quest 2, I don't want to go on a Galaxy Quest rabbit trail, but it it is, uh, you said this already, it makes fun of the thing while also being a perfect version of yeah, the 100%, thing. Yeah, 100%. Uh, it is a good Star Trek story when you get to the Star Trek bit. Right. And the first part is a really good job of making fun of Star Trek <laughs> right, culture. Right. Um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's pretty fucking perfect. It's great. Um, do we want to run through trailers before we do celebration sure. or celebration first? Okay, trailers sure. first. Fucking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles make Mutant Mayhem comes out later this year. Guys, I'm obsessed with this. Trailer. This looks great. I mean, you, you you had the best take, which I think you should repeat for our listeners well, on this. They're actually fucking teenagers? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's one of those things where, like, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is almost like... You uh, always it, skip the teenage well, part. It's, it's mostly yeah. just like, I don't know, it's almost like a poem. You yeah. know, like, it doesn't have any real meaning to it. I never think well, about any of them, like, applying to one another. But yeah, it is It is funny that, you know, we've never really... Besides the fact that, I guess, their diet is terrible, they eat pizza all the time. <laughs> we don't spend a lot of time on the fact that they're supposed to be, be teenagers. I and, mean, that, and that is the most fun part yeah. of the trailer. They just seem like goofy kids. Yeah. The Teenage Mutant and Ninja were all things that were came up with to make fun of like all the trends in comics at the time. And they never they never did really stick to the teenage part. And I think this this looks super fun. Yes. The big thing in Ninja Turtles world right now is The Last Ronin, which is mm. a real fucking dark story. Right. Uh, basically all the turtles but one are dead. And uh, I think and and I think there's a place for that. Totally. But this is like a counterpoint to mm-hmm. that. Fucking excellent. If I if I have one little, little quibble with it from the trailer, I wish that Raph was a little more brooding. He he's, should be like yeah. the emo team. He's not the kind of like dick off putting person we're normally used to. Right. Um, it looks great. I mean, it, it definitely was stealing some of that Spider Verse animation. One hundred percent. The voice cast is phenomenal right. for it. Um, just real excited for this. How movie. do we get Seth Rogen in charge of a production company? He makes good shit. It, it, it's, I don't even know that, uh, like, he does. He makes good shit. He also makes not good shit. But I just, like, he just makes weird shit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, it, but it, he takes You appreciate chances. a swing. I do. I appreciate a swing. But also, when he makes bad shit, he's the first person to talk about. No one has told more jokes about Green Hornet than Seth Rogen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What about Sausage Party? Where do we fall on that one? It was a fun theater experience. Listen, I'll tell you that. I, I do not enjoy that movie, but... It is well. It is a well done version of the thing that it is. I know we're getting a second one of those. Sitting, sitting in a dark room with two hundred strangers during the food orgy <laughs> scene was an experience I won't forget. Yeah, it was something. Yeah, I think I was at the. Th- I'm pretty sure I was living the life then. But yeah, fucking gnarly, man. Uh, we got the first trailer for Barbie. Once again, just appreciate a swing. Mm-hmm. I don't know what who this movie is for. <laughs> it looks fucking bizarre, and I will be there opening day. Oppenheimer's four hours long. You better bet I'm fucking choosing Barbie. <laughs> over. I, I'm gonna go ahead and make this prediction now. Uh, Twenty twenty five years from now, this movie, whether it fails or succeeds now is going to be part of a teenagers taking drugs and watching it ritual as far mm. as coming of age. I am, like it's going to be like Rocky Horror or Heavy Metal or something. I'm like almost 35 years old. I will be taking drugs <laughs> and watching Barbie. You got any thoughts? No, I mean it looks like a blast. So you, you mentioned that they're coming out the same day. I've, I've like a lot of the internet, I'm like, should I just take the day off and do a double feature? <laughs> yeah. You'd take all day to it watch would take fucking Oppenheimer. A full day, but. <laughs> Oppenheimer, I don't want to shit on it. It yeah. does look great. Totally. 
But it's so fucking long. I don't need four hours of anything in one sitting. I think it's like three twenty-seven or something. But, but it's oh, but stupid. by the time by the time you add you know twenty minutes of trailers. Oh yeah, you're in there by, four and a half hours. If you watch it in AB, AMC, they're going to start it purposely ten minutes late. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be four hours. Also, is there a better combination of handsome and dead behind the eyes to play Ken than Ryan Gosling? <laughs> oh, it's great! <laughs> it's great. Uh, I love that everyone they're like everyone's called Ken and then Michael Sarah is not. That's hysterical <laughs> for me. Um, Captain Marvel, the Marvels, not Captain Marvel. The Marvels trailer came out, guys. This looks really fun. I agree. I, I was a little surprised by how much I yeah. actually enjoyed the trailer. Well, I mean, I enjoyed the first one, but I think this one takes the best parts of that and expands. And I think. You know, I think the addition of the two new Captain Marvels will help. It'll be more people for her to play off of. You know, I'm a big mark for Monica Rambeau, so I'm excited that she's getting a big part in this. So, yeah, it all looks good to me. I think one thing that this trailer shows that wasn't in any interpretation of Captain Marvel so far is Brie Larson is at her best when you let her be weird. Yeah. And she looks fucking weird in this. And that's where she thrives, in my opinion. So, um, I'm looking forward to it. I didn't watch this trailer. They which do, which maybe say something about <laughs> the the appeal sexism. of it. I'm not sure. It could just be sexism. I don't know. Uh, they do like this weird like body switching thing when they use their powers. It seems like a fun gimmick. Sure. But, yeah. Whatever. And then you know, for you, Wes Anderson's new movie, Asteroid City. Yep. Listen, it looks fun. It's got all of the Wes Anderson the guy, people. The most usual suspect. Yeah. Here's Anderson. what I love about every new Wes Anderson trailer is you it could just as easily be a parody of Wes Anderson's yes. trailer. Like if it could that if you would have showed me this and said, This is a great new skit from the most recent Saturday Night Live, I'd be like, sure it is. Which to be fair, I really like those too. <laughs> right. So I know you're on the TikToks. Uh it's it's, I'm on the TikToks for as far as what Sarah shows me. Mm, you're not on the TikToks. No. There's a new trend on TikTok where people just do normal things in their life as a Wes Anderson movie. Mm. Fucking hysterical. I'm look that Every up. time. <laughs> it's like doing laundry at 3.34 p.m., a Wes Anderson story. And it's incredible. Um, people really have nailed that guy's stick down. Right? And like you said, it, it his things almost feel like a parody of his thing, and I don't know if that's even the point anymore because it's just gotten worse. Right, like the Royal Tenenbaums is nothing like no, fucking not anything. Like yeah. it just keeps doubling down. Right. Yeah, but sure, great, whatever. Toy trains. That's all I think when I watch Wes Anderson movies. Just fucking fake cars and trains <laughs> going past me. Um, and then finally. I don't need this paper anymore. <laughs> we're talking about Star Wars Celebration news because guess what? I was at Star Wars Celebration. If you were there. If people don't know that. Um, and where was it again this year? It was in England, bro. It was in London uh, at the Excel. So, you know, I'll say this. It was really cool because we've obviously done this for a long time and I've been obsessed with movie news for a long time to actually like be in the fucking room when news gets announced right. and to watch the exclusive things. So... You know, here's some exclusives. You're not going to get many other places right here because of me. Because this guy drove to England, flew to England. Uh, so the big things that Lucasfilm announced. Do we want to start TV shows or movies? Oh man, I don't know. I feel like we we might be through the looking looking glass where TV shows are the bigger news. So maybe we should start with movies. So certainly when it comes to shows, they didn't announce anything new. Right. They just showed shit. That was exclusive there. Right. Uh, the big things they announced, new things they announced, were three movies. One directed by, oh my God, what's his name? Just, uh, uh, Jim Mangold. James Mangold. James Mangold. Um, Old Jimmy. Jimmy. They called him Jimmy in the panel. Uh, he's doing a Birth of the Force, Birth of the Jedi film. He described it as a biblical epic in the Star Wars universe taking place 25,000 years before the Skywalker saga. Listen. I think James Mangold should just kind of be a Lucasfilm director. Uh, His style seems to really fit what they should be doing, in my opinion. And man, I I think that's a good way to go. I think I can go in way in the past, so nothing you do has to affect what's going on mm-hmm. right now, where you don't have to put in Easter eggs and shit like that. I think that's a way to go. Yeah, and him describing it as like his version of a biblical epic. Sounds way better than Aronofsky's Noah. I'd rather watch this. Well, and I mean, you know, like, Star Wars movies, you know, at least the Lucas ones, 
were always tributes to other movies. Mm-hmm. So I would love to see a Star Wars movie. That's like that, his Ten Commandments. Right, his Ben-Hur. Yeah. His, you know. Yeah, 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 for sure. But then we have to wonder. See, you say that it doesn't have to reference, but there's absolutely going to be a bunch of nods to like later things that are Jedi things. Uh, that are like the first time that this has happened. What, what, are, what are the odds? Like Kyber's crystals and lightsaber. Are we getting the prototype lightsaber in this? Mm, I'm probably going to get something along this. Definitely Kyber crystals I, are going to I would bet part. so much money. I would bet all of the money in my wallet. Well, I mean, do you want to watch a Star Wars movie without laser swords? I mean, no, but I like. <laughs> I mean, we watched Andor and it was like 14 hours long. That's yeah, a good point. I, I, I still excited for this. I, think I, I still think if I'm looking at a big screen, I need a laser sword to light up. Mm. Even if it's the last scene in the movie, I just built my lightsaber and I'm lighting it up. Mm. Probably. I think it will be there. We got an announcement that old Dave Filoni is going to direct his own Star Wars movie. It's going to be it's going to be heir to the Empire. He's going to be a culmination of what they're doing on the TV shows. Fuck. Great. Happy for him. Old Dave Filoni has been carrying Star Wars on his back for over a decade now. Yeah, dude. And By all, himself. All of Celebration was about Dave yeah. Filoni. It and was the 10th anniversary of Clone War or the 15th anniversary of Clone Wars. He got this movie. Mandalorian's out. Mm-hmm. Like, it, 8 out of 10 panels were at some point people just fucking jerking off Dave right. Filoni. And listen, happy He's earned him. it. You He's know? earned it. And look, I think a lot of people out there are not going to be familiar with Air and Empire. It's a book that came out in the 90s. But I, I can assure you, it saved Star Wars. Yeah. Star Wars was dead in the water in like 92, 93, whenever that shit came out. And like, it was what made people start talking about Star Wars. Again. It's also the right thing to do. Yeah. Which is, a lot of people were angry you didn't tell those stories in the sequel trilogy. Right. So you are going to tell those stories. Number two, the things that happen in the sequel trilogy that are fucking confusing and there's no explanation for, Heir to the Empire kind of answers. Right. So, yeah, it's the right thing. I guess the question is, do you do the big three, the Trinity? Do you do Luke, Leia, and Han? Or do you replace them with Din, Ahsoka, and Bo or whatever? Here is my thing. If we're not going to recast them, if we're just going to make some dead-eyed computer I don't think you do that. Then, then, uh, then, yeah, you you assign their parts to somebody else. But if we're going to recast them, then yeah, bring them in. You yeah. know, cuz I mean, of course, those are those are the most popular Star Wars characters. Also, bring some- bring back Alden Ehrenreich. <laughs> I, blow, I, would be, blow, I don't have a problem with blow that guy. The, blow the nerds' minds. Um, he's fine. He is fine. I I, I also say, if they want to really get in the weeds of adapting this, even though you know we saw Han and Leia's kid die in the in the trilogy, they never at one point said our only son. Mm. They just said our son. So there could be other Han and Leia kids out there. There could be Luke kids out there. So you're saying, like, the twins could still exist. Exactly. Mm. I'm not saying they will, but I'm saying I don't think they've said anything that paints them in the corner that they couldn't. Yeah, I mean, the the one big fucking character that we have not touched at all from this story is fucking Mary Jade. Mm -hmm. Right, totally. And uh, I just don't know. I don't know if you do it or don't do it. I don't know. I mean, if if you do Mary Jade, you have to recast Luke. Because, you know, but she's how do you part s- of Luke's story. Sure, but... Oh, well, we don't need to go to this fucking raffle. We can talk. We, we can text about it later. <laughs> um, and then finally, the last movie is a quasi-sequel to episode nine. I am drawing a blank on the director. I don't remember. But New Jedi Order, bringing back Daisy Ridley as mm. Rey. Which, I just want to put something to bed here. There's this fucking internet. There's rumors on the internet that the place didn't go fucking bonkers when Daisy Ridley walked mm-hmm. out on stage. Total fucking lie. The roof fell off that fucking place. Wait, are you telling me we can't trust dudes on the internet? I know. I'm I'm floored. I think people have the general opinion of Daisy Ridley like they, I mean, like we've kind of given Hayden in that like you didn't have a lot to work with and you did your best. Hayden probably still limited. I think Daisy Ridley is a better actress and I think she wasn't given a lot to do to to really work with. I, I think... She is worthy of coming back to Star Wars. Look, everything that was wrong with those movies was behind the scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've talked that to death on this, but, but you know, A Force of Awakens is a banger. You know, Last Jedi, I like a lot, but I understand that's a minority mm-hmm. opinion. There was no problem with any actor in that movie, mm-hmm. Daisy Ridley included. She was a great lead for this. I, I, 
I don't know what they do with this. I don't know if it's interesting. Is it going to be? Is it going to be episode ten or is it just a movie about? Uh, That's the big question. I have. You know, uh, but I look forward to seeing her do it again. The only thing that I would have to say that I did not like about the announcement that I hope is coming, do it if you're Disney, whatever you fucking can to fix your relationship with John Boyega. Totally. And actually put Finn as like a fucking co-lead in this movie. Right. There, There's like this rumor that people who like Last Jedi like don't like Finn or... No, like Last Jedi, the big complaint I have with the movie is fucking Finn gets sidelined and it's right. not good. Having said that, there's mistakes in Force Awakens too with Finn. He's the first person you see in the trailer. He's the first person to wield a lightsaber. Uh, and then you take you separate him from your fucking main character because mm. you're trying to do Empire Strikes Back. A lot of fucking problems in the sequel trilogy can be fixed if Finn goes with Rey mm. to see Luke Skywalker. That, uh, or anyone went with, you yeah. know, I, I say the same thing for, uh, what's what's the other guy's name? Poe. Poe. Poe goes with her. Like, I just don't think she needed to go do that alone. Yeah. You needed an outsider on that trip. So either way, like, fucking fix it with Finn. Um, as for shows, you know, they showed footage from Andor Season 2. Looks fucking great. Showed a uh, trailer for Skeleton Crew, which I think will probably come out early next year. Um, the big reveal there, Jude Law, likely a Jedi that survived Order 66, which I've always been like, we need to stop fucking doing that. Right. But someone did the math and they were like, if there are 10,000 Jedi at the height of the Clone Wars and 99.9% of them are dead... That still leaves like 500 Jedi out there somewhere. And also, man, everybody who told Luke that he was the last Jedi was a fucking liar. That's true. <laughs> you know? That's a great point. So, fuck it. Fine. Whatever. I do think that you don't put Jude Law in this show unless he's going to be a lead in the Dave Filoni movie. Right. Mm. I think it's probably whatever his character's name, him and Ahsoka... And he could have the Luke Skywalker role, and she could have the fucking Mara Jade role, for all right. I know, in that story. So, uh, I mean, not really Mara Jade, because Mara Jade, spoiler, starts out as a bad guy. Right. Um, and then finally, the Acolyte, which is, this was my favorite thing in all of Celebration. It was, it's very Kung Fu inspired. You talk about laser swords. I don't think we've ever seen that many lightsabers on screen before, besides maybe Battle of Geonosis. Super dark. The story is told from the Sith perspective. It seems like there's a Sith master and he's trying to choose his Padawan. So there's like almost like a little bit of a competition of who can be the most like prideful, vengeful, hatred filled person. Um, It's got the guy from Squid Games in it. Uh, Jedi Wookiee, which I'm always on board for. (laughs) That feels like that's been a long, long, long time coming. We got we got Gunji, dude, and he's fine, but he's a kid. So I'm glad we're getting adult. Uh, Yunus Sonomatu or whatever, the guy who played Chewie in the sequel trilogy, he's coming back, playing it in the show, and it looks fucking killer. Really, really good. Um, Other announcements from Celebration. Bad Batch Season 3, of course, will be the final season. Uh, Visions Season 2 comes out in... Soon. Like a week and a half. Yeah. Uh, Two weeks, maybe. Um, Trailer for that looked really good. Yeah, I got to watch the Ardman short for that, which if you're familiar with Ardman, Ardman makes Wallace and Gromit. All right on. And if you don't like Wallace and Gromit, you will not like that. (laughs) It is very Wallace and Gromit-y. Some things I was surprised we didn't see, I really thought we'd get an Obi-Wan Kenobi season two announcement. I did too. Ewan really seems to want to do it. Right. Um, And it seems like, I I mean, it seems like they laid groundwork in it for doing another season. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It would, be, it would be great if we could do one that had nothing to do with any of the other movies. <laughs> just just Obi-Wan on a space adventure. Yeah, and I think that's probably possible. Yeah. Um, things I think that are holding it up. You you teased Gwygon Jin pretty heavily there at the yep. end, right? Liam Neeson ain't fucking doing it. No. And I, I do wonder if Lucasfilm is, is trying to slow things down a little bit. Uh, the only other thing was the Ahsoka trailer got an exclusive trailer that was there only. Everyone saw the big reveal. Thrawn is in the trailer. In the exclusive, you see Thrawn's face, right. played by Lars Mikkelsen, who voiced the character in Rebels, uh, as well as Sabine is wielding Ezra's lightsaber as a weapon in it. All right on. Um, not his blaster one, his green one. That, right. Um, but... All this to say, if you haven't watched Rebels, you are fucked for the future of Star Wars. Because Rebels is apparently the most important thing there is. I mean, literally, 
almost everyone who survived Rebels is in the Ahsoka uh, yeah. trailer. The only one that's not confirmed in the trailer is Zeb, but we've watched The Mandalorian, and we know Zeb is out there. Right. Um, so... I'm very pumped because I think Rebels is probably the best Star Wars show. Like, truth be, t- I waver on that, but right. Rebels is fucking great. You know, it's funny you mention that because I, at the time Rebels was on, I thought it was inferior to Clone Wars, but I've been rewatching it now and I was just being stubborn. That shit is awesome. You know, I've been rewatching it too, and I normally relate like the first season as being kiddish, and maybe it's because I've watched it like two or three times now. <laughs> I'm not having that opinion. Right. Now. Like, I'm enjoying season one just as much as I did right. like the later seasons. And I mean, to the Clone Wars thing, I think Clone Wars is great. I think it deserves all the love and appreciation it gets. But Rebels and Bad Batch are way better versions of that thing. Right. I mean, and Bad Batch is the best animation they've done. Yeah. Like, it looks so good. Either way, I think it's a really exciting time for Star Wars. Um, Joseph and I were talking. He's like, oh, you're all about it right now. Yeah, I'm certainly riding like a fucking Star Wars high right now. (laughs) But I came away from Celebration thinking, there's actually a fucking plan for this. Mm. Like, everything makes sense how it's stacked up. Right. And it hasn't felt that way in a long time. So that's the news. All right. That's the news. All right. uh, Yeah. uh, You know, I'm excited for Star Wars again. There was a while there. I mean, I can't say there was a while there. I wasn't because, you know, we were watching Mando. We were Mm -hmm. watching Boba Fett and stuff. But I'm excited for the idea of seeing Star Wars in a movie theater again. Yeah. And I think the three things they announced are three valuable things to see in a theater. You said the Acolyte one was a TV show? Yeah. That feels like it could be a cool movie. Dude. I wish I could find like bootleg footage for you because yeah, it yeah. looks so fucking good. Yeah, very excited for it. All righty. Well, that's the news for now. <laughs> uh, well, what have we been watching before what we've been watching? Uh, we do have an email, which I should well, pull up for. It's been this. like a month, so oh, we do average one every... <laughs> I will say the, the realistic reason we have been off the air for almost a month is just because uh, you know we're adults and one of us was not here and it's hard to get in a room but realistically i like to think that we just took a time out after our ice cold takes on mm. ant-man <laughs> we were real uh, just had nothing to say about that movie i don't think we had anything interesting to say we about said that. a lot of things about jonathan majors the day before the Dude, jonathan majors it, thing it was such bad timing <laughs> that's that's what i mean let me just go on record and say we were wrong we admit that uh-huh. I, you know i apologize i've been hyping that guy up for two years and do you, whatever do you know what i really wonder the most about this is if they realize how much ike perlmutter has fucked them <laughs> yeah yeah because yeah. where he was so racist about the fucking roadie uh, recast, they can't just pick any good black actor if they recast Kane. They've got to pick someone who actually looks like Jonathan Majors. Yeah. There's like a, a fake council of Kangs, I think, in comics. And I've seen people be like, just say he's just not blow, the real one. Yeah, it's right. fine, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, we got a, uh, an email from, from our old pal, Suze. Who uh, uh, first commented? She she asked if during your synopsis you said something along the lines. I guess shit antics ensued was an intended pun, and I assure you, if it was an intended pun, we would have hit it a lot harder. But we're not that funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very clever. Yeah. Okay. Uh, she also said, "I think the cute Jello guy was the Olaf of this movie." I mean, kind that's, of. Yeah, that's the reason. Yeah. Why I don't. I don't know if if uh, if gonna sell the same amount of toys. I don't know. Did we even bring up cute Jello guy? That seems like an omission. We did. Okay. Because at least we we talked about the actor who played him. Anyway, uh, and then yeah, do we think Jonathan Majors will still hold on to the role of Kang since his assault uh, charges and arrest? No. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, there's there's no way that guy is gone. I don't know if they just completely. Well, I mean, also, how far done are they done with Loki? Like, oh, season two, I think is is done. So, so I mean, they have to put that out. Yeah, uh, the Loki is the one that's hurting the most. Right. Mm-hmm. But if there's any show that you can retcon it, it's probably that that's one. True. That's true. But yeah, no, they are fucked for a bit. Right. And uh, he'll it's, never work again. It seemed like he was going to dig his way out of it. I Did mean, you read those texts? Those are not innocent yeah, person I'm, texts. I'm not, yeah, I'm not saying they were, but I'm saying they were there. He's like, hey, Disney probably looked at that and it's like, we can probably work with this. But, you know, like, after the more recent stuff, okay, we're done. This guy's got to go. Yeah. Um, 
And yeah, I don't even know who you recast now. Like, I don't know, but whatever they announced, and I'm going to go back to our Ant Man episode and edit that name in instead of John. Oh, yeah. For all the times that I'm going to go back and watch that movie for insert name here. <laughs> Just put insert name here. Yeah. That would be a way better gag. <laughs> uh, anyway, right. so thanks for the email, Seuss. Uh, what have we watched in the last however long? It could be any time. So I've watched a lot of shit. I'll bet you have. And I don't remember all of it. Did you get any plane movies? So I was going to go movies on a plane. I'm not going to. There's one thing I do want to talk about, which I did not watch on a plane, but I'll give you my quick movies on a plane rundown. So I flew a red eye to England. So I did try to sleep on the plane. So I didn't do a lot of TV watching. I did rewatch everything everywhere all at once. I still fucking love that movie. Um, it's so fucking bonkers and weird. I love it. Uh, and I love it more now that something so bonkers and weird has won Best Picture. Uh, I don't... The only thing I... Jamie Lee Curtis did not deserve to win. No. Uh, she does nothing in that movie. She's fine in it. She I mean, deserve to win. that's a Lifetime Achievement Award. Probably. You know. I then watched Bo Burnham's Words, 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 which is like his comedy central special from like a long time yeah, ago. Yeah. And... Yeah, I mean, that guy today loves making fun of who he was in that special. And uh, I think who he was in that special is still kind of like the guy he is today, though. So, whatever. It's great. Then I slept. So, on the way back, I was on an airplane for nine hours and 48 minutes. I spent nine hours and 36 minutes of that watching The Lord of the Rings. What a man. That is the most Christian Jones decision yeah. ever. I watched all three Lord of the Rings <laughs> movies. Um, yeah, whatever. I'm not going to go into it. They're fucking of awesome. Of course they are. Every single damn time, they're awesome. Uh, love them. Uh, so what am I going to talk about You know, for here? I, you know, Jehu and I have pulled our Make Joseph Watch card, so you're going to have to watch Picard, which Jehu and I both are completely done with. Oh, boy. I can't wait to discuss cannot it. cannot wait to geek out on that. And I can't wait to hear your disinterest. I yes. have no idea what's going to be going it's on. It's going to be great. Yep. Um, yeah, God, I can't wait so much for it. So I will watch about talk about another nostalgia-driven thing I watched, which is Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Always and Forever. Once and always, I don't fucking know the name. Whatever. Um, it brings back... Uh, two of the OG Power Rangers, two of the recast, and then uh, obviously Trini, the woman who played her, I don't remember her name, died in like 2002. So they have cast Trini's daughter. Um, the movie opens, movie I say, it's an hour long like special, right. with Rita Repulsa murdering Trini, and then uh, her daughter becomes, spoiler, Yellow Ranger. Um, listen. It is an hour-long Mighty Morphin Power Rangers episode, and it is the quality of a Mighty Morphin Power Rangers episode. Um, instead of, say, like Mighty Morphin Power Rangers the movie, I still think it's pretty fun. Um, if you grew up with that and you like that, it hits the same nostalgic buttons. Is that good quality television? No, it's not. But it's not supposed to be. I mean, 100%. It's it's. A- like trying to make that look better is wrong. Yeah. It's like trying to put Shakespearean actors on Saved by the Bell. Yeah. You know, the, looking down on it is part of loving it. Sure. <laughs> sure. You go back to Angel Grove, you get the same dinosaurs. You go back to the juice bar, there are putties. There's Rita Repulsa. Um, none of them are good actors. Whatever. <laughs> Fuck it. It's fine. It's fun. You know, and there's a nice, like, remembrance moment for both. Jason David Frank, uh, and I'm drawing a blank on the actress who played Trini, but, y- you know, like, it is... I don't know. I'm glad they did it. It's a fun celebration right. of Power Rangers. Um, and I think kind of set themselves up to do more, but I don't think they would. It is what it is. I'm not going to say better than Transformers, but it's worth an hour, probably. Definitely shorter than Transformers. All right, shorter than Transformers. You know, for, for his 90s nostalgia thing, I think you can say better than Beast Wars. Oh, it's definitely better than Beast Wars. That's a low low bar to clear there, buddy. Um, Easy one to clear then. um, Yeah, you know, I I mean, I could see them doing more just because it costs about 12 bucks to make a new episode of of that. Um, Even though we've been off so long, everything I watch while we're off is part of ongoing projects I have not finished, things I am rewatching. So I'm not going to talk about any content I've watched. I'm just going to ask a question, and you guys can tell me if after, you know, his troubles, if this is too soon to be bagging on this dude. But why is Jeremy Renner so desperate to be a brand? 
Mm. Have you guys seen the commercials? Do you, have you watched YouTube at all? Because if you have, <laughs> you've seen the commercial for Renovation. Yeah. I have not. We have different YouTube It's a algorithms. Disney Plus show. Yeah. It's out now. I haven't watched it, but... It just even before this, he had that weird app, and he had the singing try to. He just wants to be a guy like The Rock or a guy like Ryan Reynolds, who but, is just you know like generating you know, revenue revenue streams just by existing. But is like two tiers down from right, him in exactly. levels of fame. I mean, the thing is, he's he's a guy who basically looks about like me. Yeah, <laughs> he's a character actor. He's probably hot in whatever town he came from, but in Hollywood, I mean. He wasn't my first choice to play Holly, uh, Hawkeye, but I think one of the good things was it is he looked the most like an everyman amongst them. And he is not happy with that. He wants to be a golden god. He's probably going to look more like an everyman now that he got ran over by a <laughs> snowplow. Right. Uh, also, I mean, you know... Have you watched Renovation? I haven't. I've just watched the commercial. Mm. Renovations is just... I know it thinks it's a title like Wahlburgers, and I'm not... God knows I don't want to give the Wahlbergs any leg up, but that is so much more clever and so much more fun than say. Renovations just sounds like you made a mistake. It does. Like, didn't... I know he got... He was nominated for an Oscar, right? For Hurt Locker? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, just be happy with that. Like, I don't know. You've, you've done the best with what you have. Right. I'd be happy with it. I want to have an intervention for him because he's a guy <laughs> I kind of like, you know? I think his intervention should be when they tried to switch Mission Impossible about him and that didn't work. <laughs> right. And when they tried to switch the Bourne franchise to him and that, <laughs> that didn't that's work. That's true. Yeah. 100%. There should have been a point where he's like, well, this is what I am. I mean... Mission Impossible must have hurt the worst because he started it as I'm going to be the younger guy who takes over for Tom Cruise. And then he got older than Tom Cruise. Yeah. Like, dude, 20 years your senior was like far superior. Yeah. Whatever. He's made a million dollars. I don't give a shit. I I mean, that's why I don't feel bad making fun of him, even though he got ran over by a snowplow. He lived. I'll never see as much money as he'll make off one job. He he can afford those medical bills. Right. Whatever. All right. That's all I got. That's fine. I don't really have a lot of shows to talk about. I mostly don't remember what I've watched. Uh, the new anime season is out, but I'll probably talk about that once we're a little deeper in it. Uh, I did go to Nashville this past weekend. All right on. Uh, which, uh, you know, they're really the only thing that I need to, to measure a town is the food quality. Every meal I had was very good. So right. on that on that uh, metric alone, better than Transformers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we, we took a brief, very brief sojourn down Broadway, which I guess mm-hmm. is like their big, like their Bourbon Street sort of thing. Did not know that was a thing. Uh, but this is, what? I didn't know it was a thing. Have you ever been to Nashville? No, I mean, I hadn't been to that part of Nashville. Oh. Anyway, uh, you know, the thing about Nashville is everyone who wants to make it in music that's not going to, like, New York is going to Nashville. Right. So, like, the general quality of, of, like, every band at every restaurant playing at any time is better than, like, anywhere else. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, so it was, it was just fun just walking down the street hearing just, you know, live bands in every, every place and good live bands in every place. We passed by. A place that had like open windows. The guitarists were playing out the window. They were playing uh, "Come Together" by the Beatles, which <laughs> sounded great. And then you pass by the window. It's four very normal white guys, and then a giant, bald, obese black man <laughs> in a purple glitter bodysuit. That's singing. a great combination for a band <laughs> as the singer. And yeah, it was. I was. I was instantly enwrapped. I was like, "What? What's this about?" Uh, anyway, uh, uh, Nashville better than Transformers, just for the food, but also great music. Is that all you're going to talk about? That's all, I don't give a shit. I oh. mean, Nashville is a great place to move if you're an ugly musician. Because, you know, you don't have to necessarily make it as yourself to make it. You can just be a studio guy and mm-hmm. make a solid living. Mm-hmm. Speaking of studio guys in Nashville, I watched the Jason Isbell documentary. Of course you did. On HBO Max. <laughs> How is that? Fucking better than Transformers. <laughs> uh, it's all about um, the making of reunions, which is the album he had come out right after COVID started. Um, and, you know, it talks, of course, with that guy about alcoholism and drugs and him going to rehab and things like that. And how like his new addiction is just making fucking stellar music or whatever and obsessing over like verb order and song lyrics and things like that. And it was catnip for me. That sounds fucking terrible. Uh, I I believe it's probably better than you're making it out to me. It's fucking great. But then it goes into a lot about how like they make this record 
and they like finish it in literally like the first week of March and it comes out in May and you don't tour on it. You don't do right. anything like in it. I mean, I don't think people understand how rare that is probably. And, and that record went to number one. That's only happened like one, like fucking Sergeant Peppers. Right. Is like the White Album. Like you're talking about the end of the Beatles where they were like, we're not fucking touring anymore. Right, right. But every two years we'll get together and write a record. And that's such a different musical climate yeah. too, because today, back then you put out, you know, you went on tour to promote your new record. Mm-hmm. Now you put out a record to promote your going on tour. Yep. Ain't no money in the record. You know, uh, so I mean, yeah, that that's uh, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's better than Transformers. I've made three really bad calls in my lifetime of trying to gauge or either pop culture that's already happened or the trend of pop culture. And I remember when Jason Isbell left the drive-by truckers, I was like, it's so cute that he still thinks he's going to make it big. Yeah, I think yeah. he. I think he got kicked out because of drugs. But I mean, yeah. But but yeah. No, I, I'm pretty sure it was not his choice to yeah. leave. But I thought that that would be the end of that guy. You also, know? And, and boy, was I wrong. The funny thing about that is, like, if you ever listen to Drive By Truckers, mm-hmm. that is the best era of Drive By Truckers. Yeah. No. Totally. Fucking Decoration Day yeah. is an incredible song. Yeah. And he wrote it like on his first week in that <laughs> right. band. Well, but, and it was great because it was three good songwriters just trying to bury each yep, other. <laughs> yeah, and Jason Isbell fat as fuck when he's in that band. <laughs> when he first joins, he is so tubby. Yeah, uh, he's a chubby dude who fucking was drunk off his ass every single night, mm-hmm. and still is like writing killer music. Right, great guitar player. And like when all of those dudes, when dudes who are like in their late twenties, early thirties, who are like touring full time, making it as musicians, are like, bro, you gotta cut it out right. with the fucking drinking. Right. You really have a problem. But yeah, I mean, it seemed like that was a career killer, right? Because usually it is. Yeah, you know. But then he goes to rehab and makes Southeastern, and just, I mean, cover me up will be the biggest song he ever wrote. Right, and and like you know. I mean, I am more of a fan of the drive-by truckers, but he's bigger than they will ever be. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, My mom knows who Jason Isbell is. Yeah. You know. Still, you should listen to drive-by truckers. They're fucking great, too. <laughs> definitely, definitely those first two records he played on, Decoration Day and Dirty South, are fucking phenomenal. Yeah. That's it. Anyway, that's the podcast for this week. <laughs> Talked about a lot of things Christian likes. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, thank you guys for listening. I think next week we want to do Dungeons & Dragons and then maybe Picard. Oh, that'd be, I, that sounds like a good combo I need I need time to do Picard. This is a good run for me. I like all of that. Yeah, shit. okay. Yeah. That seems fine. So yeah. look, look at us with a plan. Uh, so thank you for listening. Please rate, subscribe, tell your friends about the podcast. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, send us emails uh, with all of our, again, just awful, awful, freezing cold takes. Uh, <laughs> you, <laughs> you can reach us at realphonies at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter at realphonies on Instagram at real underscore phonies. Thanks to Zach Evans for Ryan Velasquez for our theme. We'll see you guys later. Later.